Good morning. It is Monday, August 14th, and this is the Commuter Devotional. My name is Chuck, and I'm so glad that you have decided to join us today as we seek to engage our God in Scripture and prayer before the busyness of our day begins. If you are coming back and just noticed that the Commuter Devotional is back in your feed, welcome back to the Commuter Devotional. It's been a long time. We have a new schedule. Instead of being Monday through Friday, we're just going to go Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for the foreseeable future. This will help keep the podcast a little more sustainable in the long term in this season of life. But the purpose of this podcast has never changed. We want to help you engage our God in scripture and prayer before your day begins. We decided this time around that we wanted to start working through the book of Esther. So let me read our passage for us today. I'll pray, and then we'll dive right into it. This is Esther chapter 1, verses 10 through 12. On the seventh day, when the heart of the king was merry with wine, he commanded Mahuman, Biztha, Harbana, Bigtha, Abagatha, Zethar, and Carcass, the seven eunuchs who served in the presence of King Ahasuerus, to bring Queen Vashti before the king with her royal crown, in order to show the peoples and the princes her beauty, for she was lovely to look at. But Queen Vashti refused to come at the king's command delivered by the eunuchs. At this, the king became enraged, and his anger burned within him. Let's pray together. Father, as we come now on this Monday, this beginning of the week, we ask for your help and your blessing. Lord, be with us as we go today, as we look at your word right now, as we work through our morning routine and drink our coffee and get dressed and get ready for our day. Lord, we want you and your word to be on our minds. Father, help us to walk and work faithfully today. We need your spirit in order to do this. So, Father, please help us. As we look now at your word in Esther, we ask for your help. We pray these things in Christ's name. Amen. Well, we were introduced to Queen Vashti last Friday in just one quick verse. It was in verse 9. Let me just read it for us again. It says this, Queen Vashti also gave a feast for the women in the palace that belonged to King Ahasuerus. That was our introduction to this new character here in the book, Queen Vashti. Now, let's set our context once more if you're just popping in. The king, King Ahasuerus, or King Xerxes, if maybe you've heard that name before, had just thrown a 180-day feast and party. He wanted to show off his wealth to all his officials and nobles. And now, after that 180 days, he's throwing an additional seven-day party for everyone. Anyone who lived in the capital city of Susa was invited to this feast. And don't get me wrong here. This is not just a, oh, let me see if my schedule's free. This kind of party is a summons. The king wants slash commands his people, his subjects, to be at this feast. It's not for their good. It's not because he's a good king. If you read through the first 10 verses of this book, you'll see the reason he's having this party is he wants to show off his wealth and his power. This is a common theme throughout the Old Testament. For many, many empires, Egypt, Babylon, Assyria, Persia, Israel, Judah, who want to show off their wealth, their power, their reputation, their empire, their kingdom. And now, after showing off all his food, all his power, all his charisma in front of the people, he saved one last jewel for the end of his feast. He wants to show off his queen, Queen Vashti. Now, we don't know much about her. We don't know the dialogue that happens here. We don't know exactly how this conversation went. All the author of Esther tells us 
is that Queen Vashti was beautiful, beautiful to look at. And the king wanted her to come in front of all the people. He wanted to show her beauty to all the princes, to all the people in his kingdom. But we find out in verse 12 that Queen Vashti refuses. Again, we're not told why she refuses. It could be because she was just stubborn. It could be because she knew better that it wasn't a good idea to come before a group of men who had been drinking for 187 days straight at the request of a drunken husband. While it would be fun to kind of let our minds wander and think about what exactly happened here, the honest truth is the text does not tell us. But one thing we do know, in this book of Esther, it's a story of God preserving his people. And this story, these details that are given to us, all serve that purpose of a God who works to preserve his people. So my friends, as we go today on this Monday and we think about our text, remember that without the author using the name of God at all throughout this book, it's telling us all about God. And in our story, these drunken men, this stubborn queen, these seven eunuchs who are listed by name are all part of this story of God preserving his people. Ahasuerus might be throwing an 187-day feast to show off his kingdom and his rule, but our king, the God of heaven, He's above it all, orchestrating every detail down to the words the seven eunuchs used. Stubborn heart of Queen Vashti. Now, one more detail I want to throw in here that I want to make sure that we notice. If you remember, in the first few verses of this book, the author is very detailed in telling us who King Ahasuerus is. And remember, it says in verse 1 that he reigned from India to Ethiopia over 127 provinces. He rules with an iron hand over many people, over 127 provinces. None of us, probably, could do the job that he did. And yet, did you catch the detail at the end of verse 12? When Queen Vashti refuses him, what happens? The king becomes enraged. His anger burns within him. And that leads us into what he will do next. He can control 127 provinces, but he cannot control himself. On Mondays, we pray for world missions, and today we're going to pray for the people of central Taiwan. Let's pray together. Our Father in heaven, we thank you for this time in the book of Esther. Lord, we could be kings of 127 provinces. We could have kingdoms that reign from Ethiopia to India. And yet we know, just like King Ahasuerus, that controlling ourselves is near impossible. We also know that real change is possible through your word and the help of the Holy Spirit. Father, thank you for giving us your spirit and your power to produce fruits in us like love and joy and patience and kindness and gentleness and faithfulness and also self-control. Lord, as we go today into this Monday, help us to be Christ-like. Help us to be lights in our workplaces, in dark places. Father, we pray for the people of Central Taiwan, and we especially pray for the Central Taiwanese missionary team, who from August 17th through August 19th, we will be hosting a vacation Bible school for 30 kids from surrounding schools in the community. Lord, these 30 kids who have never heard the name of Christ, who do not know the influence of the gospel, who do not know that hope and love and joy is possible through a king who genuinely loves them. Oh, Father, won't you call your people out from among these children? Father, bless the work of these missionaries who labor to make your name known among the nations. 
Lord, in this country of Taiwan, and in many countries across the globe, so many people live in darkness. Oh, Father, you are the marvelous light. Through the work of these missionaries, won't your light shine? We pray these things in Christ's name. Amen. Go in peace. I will see you on Wednesday.